Where are the Dixie Chicks? Where's Where's Natalie Maines? Is Natalie Maines performing anywhere? Could she strum a little wide open spaces for us? Could we Could we have a little wide open spaces? No. Think it in your head. Picture that in your head. Picture the Dixie Chicks and their song "Wide Open Spaces," because that's what we're going to address right this minute. The wide open spaces of our world, which have been open to us, but all of a sudden start to get a little more closed off. We've seen playground equipment closed off. Last night we had the province of Ontario saying, okay, tennis courts, nope. Skate parks, nope. Other, you know, structures that you would use, um, equipment that is along trails that you would use for fitness. Many trails have that throughout the province. It's phenomenal. Nope. Can't use that anymore. That can't be used. It would be a breeding ground for something like COVID-19. So when we look at this, how far should we go? Because we always will hear those voices, and there are a lot of critics, and the critics continue to rise, and some of the things they continue to say are, well, you know, if the government had only shut down everything at first instead of just some things, yeah, okay, it, it is still hindsight, but this is one of those things. And we've had a trickle effect. So how far does this go? How far should we go? What are other municipalities doing? Let's find some of that out. Graham Larkin is with Vision Zero and joins us now. He's been keeping a close eye on all of this. Graham, thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Mike. Always a pleasure. Let's kind of look at our wide open spaces and hear what some other municipalities have entertained. Are we looking anywhere that is saying, you know, these trails, uh, too many people are on them. We got to close this down. Are you hearing that? Yes, uh, I am hearing that. Um, I've, I heard uh, just today, actually, I was um, having a talk about the uh, uh, talk, talking to a London friend about the multi-use path on the on the TBP there. Um, and I hear that it's getting pretty crowded. There's a lot of people walking there. I actually heard a story about a um, mental health frontline worker who she cycles to work and can't do it there because it's too crowded with 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 people walking right now. So, yeah, that is that is definitely happening. When you look at how this needs to play out, you pay a lot of attention at Vision Zero to spacing, to how yeah. spacing should work. What do you see here? Well, it really is absolute top of mind right now. I mean, it, you know, basically, we now, you know, the number one thing we can do to contain this virus is not to come within coughing or spitting distance of anyone, even people you know, unless you've been fully quarantined. So I don't need to say that. And I think, you know, the federal directives on spacing, uh, that is the two-meter rule, is correct on that. And I spend a lot of my time giving the feds a hard time because they're sloughing safety responsibility onto others. And, you know, I do that as the Division Zero Canada uh, director. But in this case, in the case of coronavirus, they're right. So so we need to keep, keep our distance. And in terms of the urban spacing, uh, I mean, basically what that means is uh, finding space as the traffic thins out and as people need to just get out for various reasons. They need to, whether it's getting groceries or, frankly, especially as you know, in the, in the weeks and months ahead, just getting a little safely, getting a little fresh air and exercise. Uh, we need to find space for them to do that. As I say, TVP is filling up. It's filling up, uh, and similarly in other cities everywhere. And uh, I would point to Calgary actually as a place that's had a good, uh, a good solution to that. 
Okay, so what is Calgary doing? Because uh, Mayor Nenshi has always kind of been at the front line of a lot of things, not afraid to try some stuff. What are they doing? Well, well, right, and this is a city that knows emergency preparedness. They responded very well to a flood, which, you know, some of our cities have seen nothing, you know, like that. Uh, And what he did, uh, very simple, uh, was at the end of last week, because, of course, it's all happening so fast, right? We're all just scrambling, trying to figure out what to do. Well, he actually did something. Uh, and what he did is he announced that he was going to close off a bunch of, of roads or portions of roads, like a lane or whatever, you know, using pylon, safely separating it off. And he said, but and it's interesting, and he did that for so that people could walk, you know, at a safe social distance, because he can't always do that, even at the best of times, given the width of a sidewalk. It's really hard to keep two meters from someone. Uh, in any case, and what, but what he did it was the cool part, and why I'm pointing to him, uh, to to the Calgary Initiative above all, is, um, and, and I think this is something we can talk about and think about, but I, but I just want to put it on the table is he he just did it across the city in various places, but he didn't give out a list of roads that were closed. He didn't want everyone to drive and crowd up those areas. And he, what his, his message was, really for people to explore their own neighborhoods while maintaining uh, the social distancing rules. We are talking right now with the executive director of Vision Zero, Graham Larkin. So, Graham, we know all of those instructions, but we have people who aren't necessarily paying attention to those instructions. You've got individuals who will leave a path sometimes if they're encountering another person. You've got other people who are gathering and chit-chatting like it's a regular afternoon. So, you know, what what do you think needs to be implemented? Do we need to go further from a government standpoint in order to send this message, or do we just keep asking and eventually everybody's going to hear the question? Well, unfortunately, not everybody's going to get the message. I mean, I'm sitting right now in Centertown, Ottawa, quarantined because I was traveling. I uh, uh, just got back from L.A. Uh, nine days ago. And, you know, across from me, there's a rooming house with all these people gathering there. And it's like, oh, boy, you know. Uh, uh, but I don't think the answer is to, like, crack down on the on these people. I really think the best answer, and just from a public health and policy point of view, is to just make space for people so that they, you know, just naturally kind of expand like a gas and are able to, you know, stay away from each other. We can't control absolutely every person. I'm not, I don't think we need a police state, but I do think there's a government response. And as I say, you know, getting back to the case of the TVP, which where it is too crowded because people are, you know, obviously needing to go out for walks just for, just for their, their health and their sanity. You know, there, what you would do is you would, make, you know, block off a lane, like, say, on Talbot George, in the case of London, uh, you, you would do that, or you would go to, um, oh, what's the street? I guess uh, Richmond. I'm just trying to think back to when I was in London in October. Doing well. <laughs> uh, uh, looking at places. Yeah, you know, Richmond's a case where you have narrow sidewalks, but it's four lanes. Uh, it really is under capacity in terms of traffic volume right now. And so what you do is you get, you, you know, basically make a temporary lane for active mobility Real simple. It's just like they do. I think they're already doing it on Richmond other streets. If you have construction, you just basically put up some, you know, some of those shiny pylons and you make it so that people have this little place, kind of breathing room and, and space so they can, they can uh, take a walk or, you know, bike or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because right now we're not seeing the traffic that 
we normally see right. on the streets. So the streets then all of a sudden do have that flexibility to say, yeah, if, if you had to devote half a lane going in this direction and then half a lane coming back the other way, you could probably do it, right? That, that makes great sense to me. That's right. You know, And you know what? Not everyone has a home gym, so they can't get their exercise that way. Uh, I don't really want people driving to, uh, you know, go get exercise, like, let's say, out to, in the country or whatever, for a couple of reasons. One is I really don't want people touching gas pumps because guess what? That's how this, you know, one of the ways in which this very devious virus connects is where, you know, you touch with your hand something that someone else touched someone else's hands. I don't want that. And nor, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm self-interested here because I'm trying to minimize, you know, tra- traffic deaths and, and traffic injuries anyways. Well, okay, I am. But I really want to do that at a time when hospitals are not safe and when we need them for other things. So, you know, that's another thing. It's like just kind of getting people out of their cars, which they shouldn't be driving if they're stressed or if they're if they're you know, having economic problems or if they even shouldn't be going to the gas station. So let's, you know, change our way of life, you know, just in, in, again, in, 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 I think in, I think Nenshi's solution in Calgary was a very elegant one, very simple one. And, and, and he took quick action. And we're not seeing it in other cities. We're not seeing it in Toronto. And I, I think there's going to be a cost in some of those other cities. And luckily, London is not Toronto. Luckily, London, you know, it's not terribly congested on the streets, even the best of times, and really not now. So this would be a good time to, you know, put those measures in place for the coming weeks and months. Graham Larkin, Executive Director of Vision Zero, joining us as we talk about open spaces and how to manage them. Everything's got to be done a little bit differently. And this would be one of the ways to look at managing space so that we can go out but so that you are maintaining what we have to maintain to try and suppress the opportunity to spread this virus Uh, graham before we go anything else you'd like to add um you know just stay tuned i mean if you want to uh, i'm actually thinking of putting together a a kind of uh page on on corona the working title is coronavirus uh urbanism and i and either way else on, on on vision zero canada website either way i'll certainly put up a link to this and i'll pin the link to our conversation if people would like to share that mike and thank you as always for your for your attention to uh, uh to safe streets i really appreciate it hey you do something that more of us need to do. You look at something and don't say, well, that's the way we've always done it, so let's keep doing it. You look at it and say, how can we do this better? So thank you for having that attitude. Website is visionzero.ca. You can visit that. And, Graham, we'll talk again soon. Thank you. I hope so. Thanks, Mike. That's Graham Larkin, Executive Director of visionzero.ca.